You must set clear goals for yourself. Most people don't want to set clear goals because they don't want to disappoint themselves. And yet that's exactly how you stay in the loop and disappoint yourself. Because why? Because you have a set point of disappointment and you're playing that out. Ouch. Hey, all you unstoppable women. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We have just completed season one of the Unstoppable Woman podcast, and we are entering into season two, which I am super excited to bring to you. We are going to be diving in deep into everything that you need to know about making an income breakthrough, about the masculine and the feminine in business, about what the universal laws are and how to apply them to your life and to your business so that you can achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible. So I cannot wait to bring you season two to help you get out of your own way and take it to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. Okay, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the episode. Today, I want to talk to you about the hamster wheel of never enough. That feeling at the end of the day that you've worked really hard, you're probably a wee bit exhausted, maybe you're a lot exhausted, and you've done lots, but you feel let down. There's still this long list that really is never ending of things you haven't yet accomplished. It seems like you can never get ahead. There are so many details that you've actually attended to, that need to be attended to, that you've gotten done, and yet you're not ahead. And it feels like you're in the same place that you've always been, behind the eight ball, in catch-up mode. How many of you recognize this feeling? It's extraordinarily common, especially for high-performing go-getter women who want more, who are going for more. They always have a long list of things that need to get done, tasks that need to get done, things that they want to accomplish. Ask me how I know. Okay. So where does this all lead you? Generally speaking, it's to a feeling of disappointment, which supports what? Think about this. What is that feeling of disappointment actually mean? What is it contributing to? What is it representative of? What is it a symptom of? It is a symptom of a self-image, how you see yourself, a self-image of not being enough, of I'm not enough. And this is a core wound, this I'm not enough. This is a core wound that gets locked into your psyche as a self-image. And that image is I'm not enough. Which your subconscious mind then looks on the daily to find proof of and to reaffirm, to support that self-image, to keep it in place, to, to keep saying, oh yes, that's who you are. That is your identity. It looks for proof of this and it finds it on the daily 
in the form of disappointment at the end of the day when you have done a lot, but you still feel like you can't get ahead, that you're not enough, that you haven't completed enough, done enough, accomplished enough, achieved enough. Think about this. Think about this. It's really important. And what does it mean? It means that every day, it's going, your subconscious is going to set you up to feel disappointed and to not be enough. Those two things are linked. One way to know if you're locked into and living out a core wound of I'm not enough is to recognize and notice if you're consistently and continually disappointed. Just track this. Just start paying attention to it. Start recognizing throughout the day if you are disappointed in yourself, disappointed in others, disappointed in your environment, disappointed in the politics, disappointed in your dog, disappointed in your kids, disappointed in the weather, disappointed in the clothing. What are you disappointed in? Just track all of this. And today we're being, we're talking about being disappointed in yourself at the end of the day, but it could be All of what I just mentioned, including and in particular, being disappointed in others. Does your husband or wife consistently let you down and doesn't measure up? Doesn't do what you want? Do you buy something fabulous, whether small or large? Maybe it's a new lipstick. Actually, lipstick has never really let me down. Except if it doesn't, if it dries your lips, you know, I hate that. I like matte, but I don't like it when it's drying. And it feels like you're stuck. Okay. So it doesn't matter though. The point is it could be something small. Maybe lipstick wasn't a great example. Maybe something small like uh, the wine that you just opened. Okay. Or the socks that you just bought. Or something larger like a new car or a house. Or buying something that's significantly large like a, a trip. Okay. Bringing it back to your business. It could be bringing on a new team member or contractor that you just hired. Are you disappointed in them? What about your sales for the month or for the year? Are you disappointed in that? Is your set point disappointment? I want you to really look at that. Is that what you keep coming back to? You have these little wins, you have these ups, but then you come back to a set point of disappointment. Ah, life's letting me down. I'm letting me down. Other people are letting me down. The world's letting me down. I'm so disappointed. And if so, then this is indicative that you have a core wound of not enough. And this is insidious because it's generally not simply I'm not enough. It's the lens through which we see the whole world. It becomes there's not enough. That's a scarcity mindset. There's not enough money, there's not enough time, there's not enough love, there's not enough attention, there's not enough downtime, relaxation, good weather, good friends, good conversation. Life becomes one giant disappointment. It's playing out your self-image and your subconscious programming, your belief system. It's the lens through which you see the world. You may be wearing rose-colored glasses some of the time, an optimist generally, And still have this pattern. This is a set point. It's based on a set place that your thinking is at 
where your mind is set to. This is what a mindset means. It's a place that your mind is set to. And it's either serving you or it's not serving you. But this perspective is not the truth. And by truth, I'm saying truth with a capital T here. Even if it's your truth right now, it isn't the truth. And even if it served you in the past, right? Even if it served you in the past, it may not be serving you any longer. It probably isn't. Yet you're subconsciously and unconsciously attached to it. And it's coming out, finding form, if you will, in your daily disappointment of not getting ahead, not feeling good about yourself at the end of the day. So let's, let's talk about why this might have served you in the past. Just let's go down that little tangent momentarily. So in the past, you were a child and you were conditioned to think a certain way in order to survive in your family dynamic, in your immediate family of origin or family that you were brought up in. And in order to survive, you had to believe what the people around you believed and agree with them and and learn their belief system and do what they did. That made a lot of sense back then. And, And many of those belief systems or beliefs that people held or actions that they took or habits that they were in were very useful. They helped you get along in this world. They helped you become a member of society. That's all fantastic. And yet some of them, even with the best of intentions from the people around us, weren't the best beliefs to hold for success in our lives. They only get you so far. If this is something that you're interested in understanding at a different level, at a deeper level, and learning how to shift for yourself, how to really change your beliefs, then I invite you to come to the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. It's coming up very soon, May 14th, 15th, and 16th. We're doing it either in person or virtually. In person is limited seating. We're social distancing. It's in Miami, Coral Gables. And I invite you all to check it out at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit and get yourself a ticket. There's going to be a great group of women there who are in business for themselves, who are going for more, who are really creating something more for themselves and wanting to get out of the self-sabotaging way they hold themselves back. They're smart, they're going for more, and why can't they get ahead? That's the question that we're answering at the summit, and I'm going to lay out a whole methodology for actually increasing your cash flow and scaling your business. You're going to come up with your own success plan, your scale plan there. So I encourage you to come. And this is one of the things that we're going to be diving into quite a bit, how your self-image gets created and how to change it so that you can have different outcomes. Because if you don't change your self-image, you have the same outcomes. For instance, what we're talking about today, working really hard, but not getting ahead. Doing a lot, but not actually moving the needle in your business. Having some successes, but not having massive success. Ultimately, staying at the same set point. And here we're talking about the set point of disappointment, but it can be the set point of 
how much money you make, your cash flow, your income. There's a set point there as well. And if you have a self-image of I'm not enough, and, and let me just speak to that for a moment. I don't think we walk around going, saying to ourselves, oh my God, I have a self-image of I'm not enough. No, I don't think that happens. I, I, I don't think we, we consciously self-identify that way. And yet you have to look at the results that you're getting and see what's actually happening in your life and then back engineer it and recognize, oh my goodness, that's me. That's what I'm doing. Now that I see it, now that I recognize it, am I going to change it? Am I going to actually take action on changing it? And how much action will I take? How much will I be committed to my change and how quickly I'm going to change? Because otherwise we stay the same. We think we're doing something different, but we ultimately get the same results. I know that was the case for me for many years. And yet, it's very possible to change your self-image, change who you're being, and get massively different results and achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible. I'd love to show you how to do that. Okay, so here's a distinction that you need to, to make, okay, to keep in mind for yourself at the end of the day. Whether it's end of the day disappointment or any other disappointment, there's a difference between being satisfied and being content. When I heard Bob Proctor say that, every cell in my body stood up and I paid attention. So I'm going to repeat this for you. You need to make a distinction. There's a difference between being satisfied and being content. That's it, man. That's the the key that unlocks this. So pay attention here. You can be happy and content with what is. You can be grateful and appreciative for what is and still desire more, still want more, not be satisfied with your current experience. You don't have to make the current experience wrong. You don't have to be disappointed and go into an emotional rabbit hole about how you let yourself down or how other people let you down or how the world lets you down and get emotionally invested in how everything's effed up. You can just say, I'm really happy with this. This aspect of what's happening is great. I'm proud of myself for what I've achieved. I love this and I want more. No guilt, no shame, no making yourself wrong, no making yourself not enough. You can be happy and content with what is and still desire more. Okay? But what I was doing and what I see many people do is conflate the desire for advancement and improvement with a feeling of not enoughness. Because that not enoughness was how I always previously motivated myself to improve. Do you make, do, do you get that? I use that not enoughness as a, a motivating factor to become more and better. And this is very important, you guys. 
I had used it as motivation. It was the way I knew how to get myself to do in this world, to take action. And quite frankly, it's very effective from that point of view. You just feel miserable doing it. You don't feel satisfied uh, or content at all. Never. It's, it's a fearic victory. And many high performers have this as a strong driver. It's a constant compulsion to achieve, to prove that they are enough. Again, ask me how I know. This was something that really, really got in my way, really held me back. But this is like using a whip all the time on yourself. It's like making yourself a slave. You are both the slave and the sadistic master. This is not healthy or kind. It certainly doesn't feel good. But more than that, it doesn't lead you to freedom. You will always feel trapped. It doesn't matter what you achieve. You will never be enough. It will never set you free. You will always be disappointed in yourself. Because what you're really looking for is to be enough. Because that's how you think you're going to get love and security. And it's where our freedom comes from. When you're able to turn this around and truly step into your enoughness, even as you see the places to improve, even as you see what you would like to do better, even as you see your next goal, this is what creates freedom. So how do you escape this trap, right? This trap of like never being enough, always being in disappointment. And the big question I get all the time is, how do I escape this trap without losing my motivation, right? Because that's what the high performer is afraid of. They've used this whip of, I can't sustain the feeling of not being enough. I'm gonna, I, I, I've used this whip for so many years. I don't know how to motivate myself without it. So I'm going to give you a few tips right now, some tools that you can use to set yourself free. Okay. Number one, Know what done looks like. What done looks like for now. You, you need to know what your bigger goals are, but you also need to know what your incremental, what done looks like now goals. What is the next micro goal? Do you know what those are? I'm talking month, I'm talking, you know, your annual goal, monthly goal, weekly goal, daily goal, goal with this task that you're doing. Do you know what your next micro goal is and what done looks like? Most people are very vague. I just want more money. What is more? Here's a dollar. Is that what you want? No, of course not, Amira. But you haven't been clear. How will you know if you've succeeded? You will always be disappointed if you don't know what done looks like. You must set clear goals for yourself. Most people don't want to set clear goals because they don't want to disappoint themselves. And yet that's exactly how you stay in the loop and disappoint yourself. Because why? Because you have a set point of disappointment and you're playing that out. Ouch. 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 Okay. Ouch, ouch, ouch. 
One of the things that is really super effective is to pick three things that you want to do today. Not just any things, but the top three things, the top three things. And you do those first at the beginning of the day. Now, this is going to require that you set your schedule up for that. Don't set yourself up for failure. Set yourself up for wins. Okay. So are you clear or are you vague? Do you actually know what success looks like? This year, this month, this week, this day, with this project, with whatever experience you're choosing to experience, clarity here is so important. Without clarity, you always set yourself up for disappointment. There will always be more, right? That's how life works. It's going to continue to call you forward. This is great. This is not a bad, bad thing. Desire is causative. Desire calls you forward, okay? Life is always going to call you forward and say, here, don't you want this? And that's good. It's more. It's more life. There will always be more. That's how life works. But do you always want to be trapped in disappointment? Chances are the answer is no. Okay? That Because why? That's not real freedom. Additionally, you need to make sure that you have a business plan that works, guys. Okay? Like, I don't want to just say, do, do three, three top things. Even that's not effective if you don't have a success plan, if you don't have a business plan that actually works. You need to map that out. And again, I mentioned earlier that we're going to be creating a scale success plan at the summit. That is going to be your starting place for a business model. And it's one of the things that I do with my clients in VIP days is, is really flush out their business model and their business plan to make sure that it's not complicated, but that it's going to get them to where they want to go. Okay. We match the inner game with the outer game. And it's so important to get clarity here because otherwise you're just chasing your tail or you're that little hamster wheel hamster in the hamster wheel that's just running, but where are you going? You're running in circles. You're running standing still. doesn't make sense. Okay, so tip number one is get clarity about what your micro goals are and what your bigger goals are. Make sure that you're super clear and make sure that you have a really well-mapped out plan. Okay, clarity, clarity, clarity. Second, go incrementally and celebrate along the way. Incrementally does not mean slow. Okay, I want to be really loud in your ear right now. Incrementally does not mean slow. You don't have to lower the bar and, and meander and take your time and have it take forever. You don't have to be in urgency all the time and, and chaos and overwhelm. That's not what I'm saying. You can move quickly in a very focused way, but you're focusing on the next thing in front of you and you're taking things incrementally, but quickly, you run the stairs quickly and you celebrate all the time. Okay. So if you're working on the needle moving actions every day and you do this persistently, you will succeed. Okay. Again, many people work hard and don't know what the needle moving actions are or and here's a big one. They're avoiding them. Again, playing out the not enough. When you avoid something that you know is important and you're in resistance to it and you're fogging out about it and you're pushing it away and you're saying, not now, later, I don't have time for that. That's avoiding. Okay. 
and you'll work hard on other things, but you don't get ahead. If that's you, just acknowledge it. Just acknowledge it. Many high performers work really hard on lots of things, but not on the stuff that's going to move the needle because they don't want to disappoint themselves. There's a risk of failure there. But you've already failed if you don't do it, okay? That's the, that's the rub, and that's how you fog out around it. When you accomplish something, here comes the celebration piece. When you accomplish something, small or large, celebrate, okay? But here's where the, the nuance to it is, or the real transformation comes in. It's not just, yay, I did it. Okay, like you're not just celebrating the done, the accomplishment. You have to praise yourself for how you did it, who you were being. Were you being focused? Were you being kind? Were you being clear? Were you persistent, innovative? What did you do that worked and went well? What were you really proud of in this this process that you just completed? What are you happy about? And then what would you do differently? Chances are there's always going to be room for improvement. But you do that only after you praise yourself. And it's in a neutral, not blame and shame, not enough kind of way. When you go into blame and shame, and that's an emotional state, you confirm that you're not enough. That's another way to confirm the not enoughness. Okay. When you go through the, the celebration, the praising, the affirmation, and the what would you do differently, this allows you to grow. You don't have to be satisfied, but you do want to be content. And by acknowledging what you're content about first and then saying, I'm not satisfied with these things. These things could have been better. I could have done this differently, but you're not beating yourself up about it. That's huge. Okay, that is huge. So you really want to acknowledge and feel that contentness, that praise. And again, this takes a moment of clarity. Give yourself that 20 seconds, that two minutes, whatever it is. It doesn't take a long time, okay? It, it doesn't have to be a 20-minute process, except if it was like maybe at the end of the year, you're doing a, a whole retrospective on what, what went well and what didn't go well. I did a whole uh, podcast episode. I can't remember what episode number that is, but we'll put it in the show notes um, on my end-of-the-year questions that I asked myself to evaluate how I did and what I'm, what I would do differently. That's probably worth looking at if you want to do an assessment and you could do that monthly and you could do that weekly, but there's an, a great practice of having a, a weekly come to Jesus moment with yourself, right? A, a weekly summit to, to see, you know, how are things going? Did you, did you do what you said you were going to do? What would you diff- do differently? What was the success? All of that. There's a whole process around that. Okay. So for example, let me give you an example with me, with this podcast, um, here's how I would uh, approach using this process. I would say something to myself like, 
I love the ease with which I fleshed out this material. I'm proud of my knowledge and my expertise. I'm proud that I kept my commitment of doing it today for both myself and my team because I knew that they really needed this to keep on schedule. I'm proud of the ease with which I got it done and the level of value that I'm providing. I'm very happy about that. Like I'm always looking to add more value. It's one of the my key metrics for myself. And then in terms of what I could do differently, I could have started the recording earlier because I did need to push back another meeting by 15 minutes. Now that person had flexibility, but I don't like, you know, jumping through hoops around scheduling stuff. Like let's keep to, let's keep to the schedule. So I, I would do this differently by carving out a little bit more time and getting prepared for it earlier. See, Zero guilt, zero shame, but now I'm making a little note to myself and that's going to give my my subconscious the guidance of where to go next, where I want to go because I've created a new image in my mind based on that articulation, okay? Very important. I hope that example helps. Okay, number three is praise everything along the way. The small stuff, what's going well, really you know, really feel it, really articulate it. Okay. See everything. Wow. This, this microphone is so good. This is so clear. My dog is being quiet and not interrupting the podcast. Um, right. Like praise everything along the way. It's a beautiful day. I'm feeling awesome. My energy is great. Right. This is like, I forget what Abraham Hicks calls it. It's like the rampage of appreciation or something like that. I'm not a huge Abraham Hicks fan, but I remember paying attention to that because it it resonated so much with me. When you start seeing all the positive things that are happening and praising what's working and what's right, it is a upward spiral, okay? And it changes your attitude and your perspective. It helps you really see how much there is to be happy about and not allow you to dwell in the disappointment. And you can use this boom in an instant when you are triggered by something and you feel disappointed and your subconscious is reaffirming your self-image of someone who is not enough and is disappointed. Then you go, oh, look, there it is. I can look around and praise what's happening right now. Oh, I can even praise that I'm aware of this. Wow, I've learned something. I, I love that I'm someone who takes things in and applies them. Someone who is always learning and always growing. Someone who is invested in her own development, right? You could just go on a rampage there, okay? So what is there to be happy about right now? And this is something important for for even those of you who consider yourself an optimist because there's a tendency nonetheless to look at the glass being half empty rather than half full. And you can generally see yourself as someone positive and yet be internally looking with these gray colored glasses, if you will, and seeing the world half empty. So think about that and think about um, the lens through which you're seeing the world. The one last thing that I want to leave you with here in this podcast episode is the idea that we can turn this against ourselves by saying, but I have so much. And this is a slightly different nuance on the situation, different perspective, a little different distinction. But when you don't do that 
last step of going with desires, realizing that you don't have to be satisfied. You, you can desire more, okay? When you reject that because you don't want to be someone who is ungrateful and you say to yourself, I, but I have so much, that is a way of keeping you trapped as well. And maybe we'll go into that in a little bit more detail in another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. But for now, I just want to leave you with that. Appreciate what you have and go for more. Be unstoppable. Raise your bar without knocking yourself down at the knees. Okay, with that, I'm Amira Alvarez. I hope to see you at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. Have an awesome day. Rock it out and be unstoppable. Ever feel like you're working really hard, but you're not exactly sure what's going to move the needle in your business? That can be so frustrating. If you want to meet high-performing women going for more in their lives and their businesses, and you want to understand how to really make an income breakthrough, I invite you to join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. Learn more and grab your ticket at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. I'd love to show you how you can make this happen for yourself faster than you ever thought possible.